Hey everyone, welcome to Kaelikai the podcast. This is a new thing that we're doing. We're going to start having an episode where it's just Michael, Bruno, and me talking on each Thursday. So look out for those. Um, so Bruno is our producer and he is from Burbank, California, and he's studying communications. Uh, do you want to talk about yourself a little bit, Bruno? Yeah, sure. Uh, so the problem with my last name People think, they always ask me, is it Mainez or Mainez? And I say, depends on what you want to say. <laughs> depends on which accent you like. <laughs> Normally I say Mainez because it sounds cooler. I don't want to say Mainez. It sounds like mayonnaise, which I have gotten my whole life. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that comes from the mission. People ask me in the mission all the time, Mainez or Mainez? So I just stuck with Mainez. Sounds cooler. Where did you serve your mission? Serve your mission in the Philippines. Case on City North. Mm. Oh, how's that? It's really hot. Yeah. <laughs> really wet. It would rain all the time. But um, no, it was good work. People are really nice over there. Uh-huh. Yeah, a little too much fun. Too much fun in the Philippines. Too much fun in the Philippines. Yeah. So Bruno, like I said, is our producer of the podcast. This is kind of, we all kind of worked on getting together, but I don't think we could do any of this without Bruno. So can you kind of talk about what your inspiration was about this? Sure. Um, podcast, I didn't start listening to the podcast until maybe after the mission. Um, but really this came from listening to a lot of talk show, radio talk show hosts um, during my high school and community college days. Um, I would drive to community college every morning, really early, like six in the morning to get to class and study a little bit. And I would listen to these guys on the radio. Um, and so I thought it was really cool just listening to them just talk about politics, talk about what was going on in the news. And one of the guys, his name was Brian Whitman, and he um, this was like a voice actor. He, he knows how to do impersonations. So he did like Michael Jackson, Donald Trump, and it was <laughs> hilarious. And I thought it was just the coolest thing, and I was like secretly wanting to be on some sort of radio show, some sort of thing, but I was like really introverted at the time, and I'm like I didn't want to tell people because they'd make fun of me. And uh, it kind of stemmed from there. And then after the mission, I got exposed to different, different podcasts. And I thought, oh, this is really cool. That's something I can actually do. And before even coming out to Hawaii, I experimented a little bit with friends at work. They had, like, this crazy recording thing at their <laughs> house. And then um, here I started a podcast. started two. The first one was called Tuna Sub. started with a couple friends, and we had, were just recording with our iPhones. iPhones. With our phones in the library. <laughs> that was a hectic experience because it was too loud in the library. <laughs> Um, it was very inconsistent podcast episodes could be from like an hour to two <laughs> and like there was no listeners. We just never got the word mm-hmm. out. And I started the second one with Eli. We talked about movies and that was also kind of inconsistent. And it wasn't until like last semester till I approached you guys about this. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know Michael wanted to do a podcast too. Uh-huh. So it was like, so it's not all me, you know, it's like you guys too. And, uh, it just worked out, you know, working, working with Nikita over here in the booth. Yeah. So all the pieces came together. Right on. So Bruno's really into movies. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> great segue. <laughs> Just like, great segue. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not great at those. But yeah, I mean, if you ever see Bruno's Instagram stories, he always does, does little reviews on movies. Yeah, I guess it can get kind of annoying to post like so much every day, <laughs> different things. I post about this too, about the podcast. <laughs> but something I've learned from watching lots of movies and talking to people about movies is not to ask what is their favorite movie of all time. Mm. You want to ask something like, 
what have you watched recently? Mm. Something that's fresh. Mm-hmm. So for you, Michael, what's what's something you've watched recently? Something that I've watched recently that I loved is Jojo Rabbit. I know it has it's not that recent anymore. Yeah, but um, you remember it. Yeah, that movie. It was the first time in, in in years actually that I walked out of the theater and I just felt like that the movie gave me like an emotional reaction and I just felt like I just felt great um, walking out. You know, it's kind of like a heartwarming movie, mm-hmm. even though it's like sad and funny and dealing with like a horrible time in history. It kind of you walk out of it and you feel a little bit of like warmth in your heart. And that was the first time in a long time that I felt just like. You know, like that kind of like sense of awe when you walk out of a theater yeah. after like a great movie. It was kind of like that. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch Jojo Rabbit, but I heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, I want to watch it too. I've never seen it. I highly recommend it. <laughs> what was something about it specifically, without spoilers, if you have not watched it? Um, I meant the viewers, the, not you. I, I mean, can't. Listeners, I can't. not even viewers. We don't have viewers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we, I mean, we've got a lot of listeners, but... I mean, you could look at your phone while listening, so I guess it is a viewer. <laughs> yeah, but... um. I guess the thing for me that that stuck out to me the most is the the comedy. It wasn't too. It was a little well, actually. It was kind of over the top, but that was kind of the point of it mm. to kind of show how crazy um, Nazi Germany was and how actually like wow did did they think like this? Was that how it was actually like? Um, and so kind of like seeing like that also. Um, Jojo, the kid, his mother, was talked to him a lot about just kind of like different uh, important aspects of life. She talked to him about like why love is important, why dancing, and why having like joy and like appreciating the small things in life. Why those things are just the important things of life. It's not just about the big picture. Sometimes you just have to like scent smell the roses. So stuff like that. Just kind of it was a movie that had big stakes, but it didn't at the same time. It felt small yeah it kind of reminds me of watching uh secret life of walter mitty mm. uh-huh it's very it's very similar where he's stuck in this like office job and like he finally goes out sees the world a little bit yeah so i didn't see jojo rabbit so i can't say if it's the <laughs> same thing but it kind of reminds me of that of what you just said yeah yeah, I haven't seen Secret Life of Walter Mitty, so I can't speak <laughs> okay, to that. Okay, let's trade. <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminded me that when you said that, it really reminded me of that too. So I love Secret Life of Walter, Walter Mitty. Yeah, that's that's a really pretty film, in my opinion. It's not mm-hmm. the best film, but um, definitely, you know, you can enjoy it. Yeah, anybody. It's really good music uh-huh. too. I like the mm-hmm. music in it. Yeah. What about you, Olivia? What's something you watched recently? <laughs> I've been on a movie kick recently. Um, I think Little Women. Little Women? I oh. like that movie. Michael and I oh, went and saw it together in the it. theater. Oh, you loved it. Yeah, I yeah. didn't think you... I thought fantastic. you would hate it. I, I thought it was good, but it wasn't like... It's not my... Kill myself for it. Yeah, it's not my favorite movie, but when I left, I was like, whoa. Like, I, I did not expect to like it that much. I like movies like that, where you kind of go and you're like, oh, it's Little Women. We were trying to go see Just Mercy last minute, but uh-huh. I was like, oh, it's only Little Women. So I'm surprised you went with me, Michael. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't, I'm not going to lie, I was not excited to watch it. <laughs> and for the first about 45 minutes, I was just thinking, gosh, I don't think I'm going to like this movie. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It doesn't make sense. Um, but once it kicked in, I was just like, I was hooked. And mm-hmm. the stories, once once the stories start developing in that movie, you start to like hear the characters and all that. It's, it's heartwarming and it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. There's another one too, Wes Anderson. Um, I can never get the name right. It's the 
Darjeeling Express or something like that, something or like Limited. That. Limited. Darjeeling. Dar- I never seen that movie. I'm not a big fan of Wes Anderson. I'm sorry, guys. You don't like Wes Anderson? I thought no, you did. I don't. Uh, I can never get the name right. It's uh, Darjeeling Limited. I can't never yeah. get the f- second word right. Um, but it has like Owen Wilson in it and a bunch of kids. I mean, it's Wes Anderson. Yeah, Wes Anderson's got his staple actors. Yeah, he does. Which is cool. A lot of people, a lot of directors do that. Kind of like, like Tim Burton, too. Tim Burton, yeah. Christopher Nolan. They have like their set dudes, set girls that they like to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, but that one was really interesting. It was about like three brothers that are traveling in India. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's told through Wes Anderson style. So it's kind of, it's like kitschy. Like and... Yeah, and it's just okay. lots, it's very colorful and there's some risque parts. But um, <laughs> it was really good because it's just about these brothers that are traveling in India. They're kind of estranged uh-huh. or estranged from each other. Um, and they're trying to deal with their father's death. And it was just, it's like a, it's a weird movie. It's a Wes Anderson, they're all <laughs> weird. Um, but it was just like a, it, you feel good in the end. So I really like Wes Anderson. I like, I just, I love the colors in his film. He does employ a lot of colors in his yeah. movies, yeah. which, which I guess it, you could call it his genius, um, his creativity, where his characters are very deadpan performances. Yeah. But the colors and the camera and the cinematography makes up for all that, mm-hmm. which works for some people, but I don't really like, it's a little too deliberate for me, uh, a little too static, just yeah. not really my style. Like it's. Not horrific is just not my style. Yeah. So I felt that way like it, about like Grand Budapest Hotel. I didn't like Grand Budapest Hotel, but I love I love Moonrise Kingdom. I love Moonrise Kingdom though, like because that's told through like a kid's perspective. So I really liked yeah. that one. Um, but yeah, I totally understand what you mean, Bruno. Though like um, it can be a little static, but I really like Wes Anderson. I'm. I feel like I'm in the middle of both of you because I I've. <laughs> Don't really watch that much Wes Anderson. I'm not a big fan. Um, but at the same time, when I watched Grand Budapest Hotel, I was, I guess I was younger, so I didn't really know that much about film and stuff. Uh-huh. But just the way the movie looks, there's a lot of like shots that are like symmetrical. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's just, I don't know, the whole movie just was like, it's pretty. I mm-hmm. liked, I liked just kind of like looking at it. And, there's some parts of it that was just like funny. I wa- I think I watched it. I was with my parents, and we're just all just cracking up, um, kind of the whole time. Which is it's kind of it's like a fun movie. Mm-hmm. I'll have to admit I liked the Life Aquatic. I thought it was pretty funny. Mm. The what? The Life Aquatic. I don't think I've ever seen that one the whole way through, but I think my. It's like what's what's the, what's the full title? Life Aquatic with Steve. Uh, something. Steve something yeah. and then Bill Murray's. Yeah, the, Bill Murray's the dude. The main one. I like Royal Tenenbaums. I think that one's my favorite never one. Never seen it. you never seen that one? Never heard of it. That one's kind of rough, but I really like that one. Um, yeah, that, I, I think that's probably my favorite was Anderson. What do you think is one of your favorite directors then? Right now? Yeah. It always changes. Um, there's a lot of good stuff coming out from A24. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the guy who made Lighthouse, the guy who made Midsummer. Um, there's this one lady that made... Um, souvenir i wanted to get to that but just haven't mm-hmm. so it kind of changes like the maybe uh the guy who directed blade runner 2049 he's really good dennis mm-hmm. vinian something like that i can't pronounce <laughs> french names but he's really he's a really good uh, visionary director yeah i've never seen the new blade runner like 2049 that's yeah. what it is i saw the old one the it's old- it's 
different. That one yeah. jacked me up. Yeah. I do not like Blade Runner. Because <laughs> it's Harrison Ford, yeah. but you're used to Harrison Ford from, like, Indiana Jones, where when he gets punched, yeah. he comes, like, right back up, and he's, like, not an alcoholic and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Well, kind of. But um, in Blade Runner, he's, like... Very moody movie. Very, very dark. moody. And the ending, I was, like, I'm not going to give away, but I was, like, really? I didn't know how yeah, to Yeah, it's feel. very artsy at the end. Yeah. Were you just annoyed he wasn't as suave as he usually is? Probably. I think like, that well, was He's like anti-suave probably. in this movie. He's like yeah. this lowly cop. Yeah. yeah. So I think, and also, I just don't think I like the movie that much. Like, I didn't understand it. That, but maybe I need to rewatch it, but it definitely screwed me up. It's on Netflix if you guys want to go watch it. It is on Netflix. But that somehow reminds me of Disney, when Disney made Hunchback. Mm. Hunchback is the darkest Disney film. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can kind of see how those work together. Yeah, but, like, Disney learned a lesson from Hunchback. Yeah. Because, like, they went so dark with, like, the Frollo character mm-hmm. and, like, the abusiveness that he did to uh, Quasimodo. But um, after learning that lesson, they, they went off and made Hercules, mm-hmm. which everybody likes. Everybody likes Hercules, right? Yeah. Speaking of, Olivia, you're a big fan of Disney. I love Disney. What? Is one of your favorites? I know I just said not to ask that question, but... <laughs> it's okay. I like asking those questions, so I don't mind me asking them. Um, one of my favorites is Lady and the Tramp. I really? I love wow. Lady and the Tramp. Um, I totally forgot about that movie. <laughs> I love... Like, that's one of my... I think... Walt Disney worked on that one specifically because... I think so, yeah. Um, at the beginning, they the couple that owns the main dog, Lady, um, the man in the relationship gives... Um, the woman lady in a hat box and like she's a little puppy and that's based off of um like something walt disney did with his wife oh, really she really wanted a dog and so for christmas he she thought she got a new hat but he handed her this hat box and inside it was a little chow chow puppy oh. um so i think that's what makes me like it i also just love the movie but um just having that little bit of walt disney's life in there that little bit of love that was put in there that he was able to manifest. And, like, he's such a great storyteller, but he was able to pull that from his personal life and give that to us. I feel like that's just so special, and I just love I always kind of tear up when I hear him <laughs> talking about it. Um, but I I just love that part of that movie. We can totally co- continue this conversation about Disney next week. Just devote yeah, that whole thing to uh, for sure. just Disney history and stuff. Disney Honestly, history. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, read up on it. Yeah. Um, Many didn't ask me, but I'll tell you. My favorite Disney movie. Oh, what is, is your favorite Disney movie, sir? Is Peter Pan. Why? Oh, I thought you'd say <laughs> Fox and Hound. Okay, well, yeah, but my favorite, the one that I grew up on was Peter Pan, mm. and I just loved it. Um, I really liked the idea of like a place where you can just be a kid forever. Because I was okay. I was like seven when I watched it, and I was like, mm. I don't want to grow up. I'm gonna be a kid forever. Kids <laughs> are smarter than adults, and that was basically kind of my whole thing. Was, yeah. You know, because you're a stupid seven year old, but it's fun and it's just this whole fantastical world. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think about my favorite, but there's too many. So many good ones. I know. But I'll reveal it next week. Yes, next week when we'll have our next Thursday episode. So, yeah, like I said, these will be happening every Thursday. We get a little, you can get a little inside look into our minds, the people that run this podcast. So, I'm Olivia. I'm Michael. I'm Bruno. And thank you <laughs> for tuning in. <laughs>